0: All right.
1: What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Unparalleled Sports Talk with Joe's Kwame Fisher-Jones. As always, I am him. And I'm once again joined by my man Everett Terry Jr., a.k.a. at Sports Talk Terry on all social media platforms. Now, the last show, you got cut off. So I just want to finish my thoughts before we go on. And, yes, I posted a show where I got cut off. It's what you do when you're independent. You just get the product out there. You got to get it out there. You know, it may, some people may OD on it. Some people may try it. You just get it out there. But uh, what I was saying about Doc Rivers was, there's been a lot of issues. A lot of there's context in every stop where he's where he's had shortcomings. But when you tell me that he won in Boston, that he got the Clippers make the Clippers perennial title favorites, he won an MVP with a guy who wouldn't even play more than 50 games before he arrived, and now he's in Milwaukee and he's got one of the best lineups. In basketball, one of the best closers and a couple of what we would call hungry players, hungry dogs who are known to run faster. I like Doc's chances. But either way, this is it for him. Either way, this is it. Championship or second round, this is it. But the dirt that's thrown on his name is hilarious to me. Because no one talks about Rick Carlisle in that way. No one talks about, you know, Rick Carlisle and the issues he had with Rajon Rondo should be talked about ad nauseum, but they get avoided. You know, no one talks about Steve Kerr, and all of a sudden Draymond Green's antics aren't good. Good for the organization, you know. But we Steve all Kerr, talk about Doc.
0: Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, four-time champion. How many Doc got? Okay, okay. All right, let me know when he catches up.
1: No, he's no, been coaching no, that, twice as long. That's that's a fair point, but Doc didn't walk into a ready-made organization. He didn't have Donalds or uh, Steve when Kerr didn't have
0: Donalds already.
1: Yeah, but there's uh, but those are things that people leave out. People leave those things out. You know, he had that, he lost that lead in Orlando to the team that went to the NBA Finals in Detroit. Who won back to back, like, so yeah, I'm not here to defend Doc. I'd like to add some nuance to the argument against Doc, but we're going to find out. It's a great thing about sports. Sooner or later, we all find out, as I always say on our show, sooner or later, we all find out who the prophet is. And we'll see what Doc. Yeah, yeah, top bulls, I know. Say it again? Top old, I know. It's <laughs> funny you bring that up. I have to do a Baker apology I show. Do it. I have to do a Baker huh? apology show where yes, you do. I admit that I out. was wrong about Baker and that you know, I was hey, wrong. He's a nine and eight quarterback who managed to beat a team that was one and six in his last seven games. We're not going to do that. We're no,
0: not going to do don't that. Don't do what? They were also the best quarterback in the first three quarters of the season. Don't, Don't speed past the facts to create all turn. Uh, hold on. But you, what you can't do is subvert certain things to try to make your argument better. They were the best team in football for the first three quarters of the season. It was? They fostered on their own. Who? They got in the playoffs and lost. But that Who? doesn't diminish the fact that the Buccaneers played better football okay. than them.
1: The Eagles. So wasn't it wasn't the Eagles. It was the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers outplayed the Eagles. That's why they won. Yeah, no, but the Buccaneers weren't the best team in football. You're talking about the Eagles. I'm no, talking about Baker and the Bucks. Right. The Eagles
0: were, but you said they beat a team that was one and six in their last seven. No, 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 no. Yeah, they were one and six in their last seven, but they were also 10 and one before that. Got nothing, those with
1: with price, got nothing to do with the price of T and Compton. And when the time Baker played them, they were one and seven or one and six. And you know, I apologize. He he got to the playoffs, the second round of the playoffs, and threw the interception that that sealed the game. And I owe him an apology, and I'll address that podcast in a timely manner when I feel the time is right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let me let me let me let's, let me make sure I know. So I make sure I circle that <laughs> on my calendar because you got <laughs> to apologize to Todd Bowles for taking a team that was supposed to be terrible and yeah. actually making a playoff run and winning a division.
1: I I was I I was pleasantly surprised for Todd Bowles. Uh, even though they took out my Eagles, which which you know I thought was going to cost Sirianni his job, but didn't. But that's a story for another day. Sure. But I was surprised at Tom Bowles. Speaking of surprises and people that I don't believe in, Jonathan Kaminga. <laughs> you like how I did that there? You like how I did that there? That was a smooth transition, brother. Jonathan Kaminga. All right, so let me give everybody a backdrop so they know where I'm coming from. I used to work for the G League affiliate for the Golden State Warriors. So I got a, the Santa Cruz Warriors. I got a lot of Jonathan Kaminga. I've seen Jonathan Kaminga up close and personal for almost two seasons. I watched him grow as a player. I watched his work ethic and I watched the nuances in the way he plays with his basketball acumen and things like that. Those things, when you get older, don't change. You, you, you choose certain instances. So I guess you can say you can become a smarter basketball player, but bottom line is you are what you are. You are who you are physically. You can change You can learn different things, but I don't think you become smarter with the way you implement them throughout the game. Your work ethic, depending on what's on the line, can change. I'm not saying Kaminga didn't work hard, but in Jonathan Kaminga's last five games, he's got 21, what is that, 24, 28, 20, 25, and 31 Burger against Golden in Sacramento, uh, albeit in a loss. I
0: got him in fantasy, I know.
1: Yeah, He's balled out a little bit that uh, he's played, what was it, 41 games? Make sure I got the numbers right because I don't want anybody to say. He's played 43 games, excuse me. Uh, no, 41 games. I had it right. 41 games, 18 wins, 23 losses. Out of those 41 games, he scored 10 or more points in 35 of them. So solid. Solid. But here's here's where the rubber proverbial rubber reached the road, if you will. So my age agrees. He's got... One game where he's had more than four assists. He's got, uh, what is this? Eighteen games where he had more than five rebounds. This is a dude that's been in the league now four years. This is fourth year. No, it's his third year. Third year. He's got a third, fourth year option. Yeah. He's got his fourth year option. So what a lot of people don't know behind the background is this: Jonathan Kaminga's contract was picked up by the Warriors. So he making him eligible for a free agency next summer or this summer, 24th, right? He'll be on the hook as a restricted free agent going into next year with about $7.6 million. And if he doesn't sign an extension, it will be a restricted free agent where he'll make at least $10 million. That's next two years, 17 million next two years. Mm -hmm. The Warriors have had to admit that they screwed up with James Wiseman or didn't develop him. However you want to pick it. They've had okay. to trade Jordan Poole, a guy that was instrumental, fundamental, uh, uh, instrumental cog in them winning an NBA title. Moses but
0: we've Moody's, seen is not the guy at yeah, all.
1: Yeah, Jordan Poole is struggling, and that, that's that's actually something we, we we could talk about after this segment because I got a question for you about that, and I want you, I want your opinion on that. But Moses Moody's been, let's say, inconsistent at best. Mm-hmm. There's been rumblings about not getting uh, minutes this could possibly be Draymond's last year. It's more than likely Clay's last year. So the Warriors said, hey, look, we're happy with Kaminga's development so we're not trying to trade him. I.e., We don't know what we're going to be, what we're going to do, so we're not going to make that move. He's got two years, $17 million on his contract. We're going to lose a couple of guys that make 10 times that. And Andrew Wiggins hasn't been the same since we forced him to get that COVID shot. So, with that being said, Kaminga had to make a decision. His camp had to make a decision. If you want to make $80-plus plus million dollars, you want to make $90-plus plus million dollars, you need to put the ball in the hole. You need to right. be aggressive. You're playing for your NBA future contract here. Last five games, he puts up numbers. All of a sudden, the light goes off. Right after he demands a trade or says his camp is unhappy with his role and go to state rebuttals, but we're not moving him. That to me does not sound like a guy who is headed towards success. That sounds like, you mentioned a guy last show by the name of Ricky Davis. One of my favorite players from Iowa, by the way. I'm a big (laughs) Ricky Davis fan. I was a big Ricky Davis fan. Yeah, that's what Kaminga sounds like. When you watch Kaminga play as an 18, 17-year-old, you see a young Andre Iguodala. When you talk to Kaminga, when you see Kaminga's work ethic, you do not see Andre Iguodala you see more Ricky Davis. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is, what should people make, what should Warrior fans make of these numbers and a future that's led by the likes of Jonathan Kaminga?
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) this is such a weird, like, See, I don't have a problem with Kaminga. I think as a young player on a championship no team. I problem
1: with him either. I'm not trying to stick him up in uh, P.F. Chang's line, you know? No,
0: but he's got to grow accordingly. And the one thing about the Warriors is that they've done a fairly decent job, and, and although in later years they haven't necessarily hit, although we thought Jordan Poole was a, was a home run, is their development of players has been good. They developed mm-hmm. Steph, they developed Clay. they developed Draymond into a championship caliber team. Guys Moody, they drafted, don't forget they about Looney. Don't and again, Kavon mix, Looney, who you know... right now is struggling, but had developed into a decent shot blocking and rebounding guy. So you give them credit in that regard. Kaminga has developed a lot slower. Maybe he thought he was going to come in and be a starter year one, and then Wiggins, you know, and that whole thing. And I don't know if you heard about the thing with Wiggins, but the whole reason Wiggins has been off this year is because one of his guys in his circle, impregnated his baby mom or his wife or whoever we don't know that to be true
1: so we're not going to go to the air with that but go ahead we don't know that listen man
0: there's a billion people saying it all of them can't be wrong but whatever fair enough yeah
1: we're not gonna roll
0: that we know that it's throwing we know that it's thrown that wrench in there because he was a guy that they brought in to add that piece when they got rid of pool you know to kind of supplement you know and meanwhile, Kaminga's like, well, where do I fit with all these guys on the lineup? So instead of having a chance to maybe be a starter that kind of evolved into it, he was more of a Jordan Poole. Oh, wait, Jordan Poole's here, so he can't be that. So now he's the seventh man off the bench. It's like he don't feel the love from being there, so he develops slower. Does he put up numbers now? Absolutely, because he knows that his value in the NBA is about buckets. That's what his value is. He's not the greatest defender. He's not the greatest rebounder. But if he can get a bucket, he can get a job. And he knows that the NBA likes to overpay for guys that can score. Jordan Poole. So, (laughs) you know, he's going to have an opportunity to maybe go out there and and get a contract in a year or so. Do I think the Warriors have handled it right? I mean, they've handled it the best that they can. They've made some whiffs. They've made some mistakes. But they're a team that I think is probably a a year too late in their uh, reset. I think they should have traded Clay when he came back off the uh, injury. The moment you saw he could still shoot, offload him. Get another shooter that could come in here and play with Steph. There were teams willing to give up assets and pieces and players for him. And maybe you have a down year, but then you would have been able to retool with that plus the cap relief. Draymond, personally, I think should have been gone way before this incident. I mean, his value on the team is limited to his ability to facilitate offense, be a mental leader in a locker room. Yeah, but my man, you're no good to the team. We suspended for all these games because of your antics on the court, and it's not like you're scoring anything near double figures in points, assists, or rebounds. You are a single triple, okay? You're not a triple double. You're that's a triple God, single. Uh, that's,
1: that that may or may not have been what got Jordan Poole punched in the mouth. That's what
0: I heard. I heard he called him a triple single, and that's what got him two piece with a combo biscuit. Listen, the point it is is Draymond's very smart. He understands, has a high basketball IQ, but there are. Fifteen of the guys the Warriors could have replaced Draymond with and been just fine because clearly defense isn't what's winning them chips. It's offense. You put a guy like a, a Demontis Sabonis there in Draymond's spot. All right, all right,
1: all
0: you right. You to facilitate take that off. Those boys go. Man. They go.
1: Yeah, and they struggle defensively. And Sabonis they is struggle the main... visibly now. Yeah, but they struggle. Sabonis struggles to guard anybody in space. He's also. I can it looks like Tarzan plays like Jane in the ticker part. You saw the man get his chest stomped on. Look, they're intangible Draymond but I want to go back to something you said about Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. The Warriors paid them a boatload of money. Yep. And they paid a boatload of taxes with that. Despite the money that you're making, when you're winning, it's all love. You want, you know, you're good. Fair. Right now, they're not winning. Kamingo in these last five games, as well as he's played, the team is two and three. Now, before everyone says it's not Kamingo's fault, the point is whether or not, and and I want people to understand this, it doesn't matter if if it's the person's fault they lost. If you're talking about a star, talking about the foundation part of your team, they need to be the reason why you win. So if you're not winning, then they're the reason why you lost, whether it be coincidentally or not. You also said he's not that good of a defender. He should be a better defender. With his athletic ability, his switch movement, with his, um, I want to say wiry, I will not want to say wirish, but with the fact that he's deceptively strong, he should be a better defender. And he's not. Well, why is that? Is that because he can't read the offense as well? Is that because he's not remembered? One of the things about Wiseman that blew me away was you weren't going to fool James Wiseman twice. He had a lot of athletic inabilities, liabilities. But he was one of the smartest basketball players I've seen. Conversely, you look at a guy like Markel Foltz, who had a lot of athletic ability, but you know, quite frankly, was one of the, not one of the sharpest players that I've seen in a long time. So it looks like we lost every here for a second. Give him a second to see if we can come back. I'm go. back. So uh, you know, yeah, I the Warriors are, in my opinion, well aware that they need to rebuild. They wanted to see how far they could go this year. The goal is to try to rebuild around Steph, but.
0: I don't know if rebuilding around a 35-year-old guard with bad ankles is the greatest idea.
1: Greatest advice Great. I give. I'm not true. No, no, you're uh, right. And I cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it plays to your point. The greatest advice, not greatest advice. That's real arrogant to say. The greatest advice I give people. But one of the things I always tell people, be loyal to a point, not loyal to a fault. Hmm. So you said it's not the best idea to do at <laughs> a 35-year-old.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, if he were 29, I'd say, yeah. Even you, 31, I'd say, okay. You almost made 35. me call you a racial slur.
1: You almost made me call you a racial slur. If I was 29, yeah, I mean, it don't work that way. I think you would have made I'm it not arguing 30.
0: it. I'm just saying that from their point of view, what's the value? He's got maybe two or three years left He's at this icon level.
1: In your, icon in your um, – Great, did
0: They ship him off where he can go and win two more titles with a team that's ready-made for a title run.
1: Can't do that. You can't can't ship Steph off for one reason. Financially, organizations, uh, franchises, companies have invested into you through luxury boxes, through commercial. There's so much revenue tied in the fact that Steph Curry's on the Warriors. Short of Steph coming in and saying, I'm good, I want out. And then publicly, and even then, I don't think they would. They the financial windfall and ramifications of getting rid of Steph Curry would be disastrous for the organization. It now, depends on where he goes no, it, and what it, they get back. Well, let me. You're a Lakers fan, and I'm a am. Kobe fan. You remember when Kobe won it out, and yes. the Lakers did everything to sabotage it. And then when Kobe was basically at the tail end of his career, and they were drafting D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, Jordan mm-hmm. Clarkson. And Kobe was supposed to mentor those young dudes, but it just didn't work out at the time that they wanted it to. And everyone said, Yo, you got to trade Kobe, you got to trade Kobe. The Lakers refused to do it because there was so much tied business-wise to having Kobe Bryant on the Lakers. And while they may not have been winning on the court, off the court, they now have basically rebuilt that whole area around that based off of Kobe Bryant being a draw. So it's the same thing with the, with the Warriors. They just moved into – I mean, it doesn't matter where you live, whether it's Idaho, Montana, or San Francisco, lakefront, waterfront property, it goes at a high rate. They That's just fair. bought a stadium on the water. Like, you literally cannot park because there's nothing but the Pacific Ocean over there. So, yeah, <laughs> it, there's no way. And shorter stuff, and even then, it would be tough. Clay, we love you, Clay. Here's a gold watch when you come back draymond we love you you can go to the front office and work but steph so let's transition then let's 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 take it one step further because you 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 piqued my interest this is an interesting topic to me i don't know how much it gets on the east coast but over here it's a big story can kaminga be the can he can he be a second tier can he be a fundamental piece to a perennial playoff contender i say no i say no and i I can tell I've everything. seen
0: nothing about his game that says outside of maybe six man on a bench guy that comes and gives you a spark. Could he be a spot starter? Sure, he could be a spot starter. Um, I'm trying to think of what a good NBA equivalent to him would be. Um, Bobby Portis,
1: just not as good. No, Bobby Portis. He's better than Bobby Portis. He's more athletic than Bobby Portis. I would say an he NBA be equivalent athletic to, to him. There's
0: plenty of athletic guys that aren't in terms of basketball skill as good. Like. Here's the thing, Bobby Porter's, and, and, and the thing with Bobby Porter's the reason why I use Bobby Porter's he's a guy that comes off the bench because he doesn't start over Giannis, he isn't starting over Lopez, he's too big to play anywhere else. He gets when he gets spot starts and minutes, he's very, very effective, walking double double most nights and plays defense. He does what you want him to do. He's not going to win you the game, but he's not going to lose you the game. That's about the equivalent of what I see for Jonathan Kaminga nah, at this loses point. Games.
1: He loses games. Well,
0: that 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 doesn't make it any better.
1: I I would liken him to a um, to a young Paul George if he stopped developing in Indiana, like if he just what? stopped. If, if Paul, Paul George, George was a star in Indiana did, at one point, but he didn't he didn't come in come in Indiana from Fresno State and become a star. I think he was behind Danny Granger. We got he ten won. minutes left he, in the segment. PG was a monster. Well, PG was a monster at one point, but I just said if, if Paul George just stopped developing. So the key is, can he continue to develop? And I don't think he will because I don't see him having that ceiling. Now, I want to transition to another topic real quick because uh, I got a short amount of time for you. And this 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 also interests me when we were talking about it. Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Washington fires his head coach. I'm sorry. They demoted his head coach and moved him to the front. Whatever, whatever. Whatever the hell we're calling that. They've made a lot of moves and they have not worked out. I've heard a, a rumor from a reliable source that the Lakers were kicking the tires on Trey Young, and they wanted to try to get to Jontae Murray, but they didn't want to give up Austin Reeves, which kind of baffles me. But it is what it is.
0: I mean, I like AR fifteen, but I get it.
1: When you watch the Lakers, what's one thing you say that what would what would you say the two major things that stand out to you when you watch the Lakers?
0: Anthony Davis has never been this healthy in his life.
1: Okay. Well, what's keeping them from being one of the top four teams in the Western Conference? Because I I see that I see something and I I I don't know if anyone else
0: sees it. I think the big problem is Darby Ham is not a good coach. He's the wrong coach for that team. He doesn't get the most out of the guys that aren't LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He just lets them do what they do and everybody else just kind of just plays like this stand around kind of wait for the ball offense. And what you need is a coach that's going to be able to utilize your superstars, put them in the best positions to win but then also enhance the skill sets of the skill pieces. For instance, D'Lo was supposed to be traded. Oh, my God, we're getting rid of D'Lo. He was awful. He had these spouts where he was terrible. I had him in fantasy and dropped him because he was bad. Now, all of a sudden, D'Lo's averaging 27 a game over the last 78 games. What are we talking about? Where's this D'Lo been? We ain't seen that D'Lo since Brooklyn, okay? yet he's out here throwing it up in L.A.
1: Good. I, listen, call I'm on happy me, call for me. Him. I, I know why. Shoot. Because he doesn't want to be traded. So get out and of here. And that's the f- point. Get out of here with that fake hustle. I you know what? And you mentioned the guy. When I watch the Lakers, they just miss fire. They they're led by old guys. And as old men, what 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 what's the one thing we like to do? We like to go to bed at nine o'clock sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> we don't want to eat, sometimes we don't want to eat that too close to bedtime because it gives us heartburn. You know what I mean? We can't sleep in a certain sur- like for all guys. We are set in our ways, and we move with them. We move methodical, methodically.
0: Curmudgeon, curmudgeon exactly. mindset.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> LeBron James is old. Anthony yeah, Davis is old. Listen, he, need, he he's a smidgen behind me. They need a reckless young guy that's going to make you want to. Ch- they need a guy that you look at and say, "I don't like that dude." gets on my nerves, but you win with them dudes. Kyrie John. LeBron did not get a, get a, get a, get along. Shaq and Kobe did not get along. Now, as we've learned, Jordan Poole and a lot of the Warriors didn't get along, but they managed to win till he got bullied. I I'm gonna just say it cuz we're coming up you against You Lakers
0: should go get Jordan Poole.
1: I think they should. I think they should. They going to be cheap.
0: Because the Wiz- Wizards are happy to eat that money get him off the books. Well,
1: you can give up D'Lo because he's playing well. But the thing about D- D'Angelo Russell, and I'm going to just offend him real quick, just real quick, he can't get his own shot. He's a guard that can't get his own shot. So when you're a guard that can't get your own shot and can't finish well through contact, they're pretty much regulated to pick and roll basketball or shooting threes, which is what D'Angelo Russell does. So Which
0: is what he does, yeah.
1: You know, that's that there. But Jordan Poole is that reckless. No, no, what do you – that made that – that's what Jordan Poole, and he would. I I think at this age, LeBron could handle the foolishness. We know LeBron ain't gonna punch him in the mouth. We ain't never. No, he pull him Yeah, he he would.
0: And, and I, I think the respect level from Jordan Poole for LeBron would be way different than it was for Draymond.
1: He's not gonna R- Remember how wild J.R. Smith was? Oh my God, Bron said get him a <laughs> When Jr. pulled that three and Brown was wide open and he put the arms out like, <laughs>
0: but day one with Jr. We never saw Jr. Smith on another NBA team after that.
1: But they <laughs> won with Jr. Man, I I really think the Lakers should go after Jordan Poole. I, I it makes I, sense. you be keeping Trey Young too. Well, I don't think Trey Young fits there only because Trey, there's there's some some baggage with Trey that you got to work through. And I don't know what it is specifically, but you got to work through that with Trey. Coach killer. I don't want to call him a coach killer because it ain't like he out here killing good coaches. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm, I mean if, I'm had, coach, if I'm a better player than you are as a coach, if I'm a better player than you are as a coach, you need to sit down. You need to eat that. You know what I mean? You need to be a better coach than I am a player before you speak. That's all. Well, so,
0: Darvin Ham might as well go if they get Trey Young. He might as well just pack his bags and head for the exit.
1: Well, no, but you can, you, I think you can win with Darvin Ham because if, you're winning, then Darvin Ham can put hands on some players, but AD. What are we talking about? They aren't winning. Yeah, but I think they're not winning because they're following the old men. They need to have a. They need to have some uncomfortableness and not LeBron's uncom- Look, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna just say this, and I, I. I don't care. You can't let the old dudes run. Run the NBA. Have the NBA rosters got nothing but teenagers on them. These dudes want to go on Instagram. They want to, you know, they want they 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 want to do things that young cats do. I don't even know what young cats do, but it ain't what I'm doing. When I see LeBron wearing stuff that, well, not clothes wise, but I see him rocking stocking caps and 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 um, listening to the same music that I listen to, and doing the same things that I like to do, I ain't in the I ain't hanging out with twenty year olds, man. That's so they fair. need that shot of life in their locker room. So Jordan Poole, I, I was going to do a whole show about it, but I, you know, you you tipped my hat to. him, So I'm going to do it. That's the trade I want to see happen, and it, it's it's nothing. It's no reason why I can't. I don't agree with Dejounte Murray because he doesn't feel a need for them. I don't agree with Dejounte Murray.
0: He would have been better. If now he feels- can go get his own shot. He could definitely, he definitely can get a bucket, and he, he plays both fences.
1: He's never won. What are we talking about? He's never won. Trey Young ain't won either. Anthony yeah, Davis, I, didn't say I, didn't I said Trey Young, Young wasn't a good fit for him either.
0: Well, bringing in a guy just because he wins or not, when you're playing with one of the most decorated resumes in the history of NBA that includes titles, I mean, Anthony Davis has a ring now, albeit a bubble ring. He has a ring. You figure those guys have a winning culture that they can create to take on whoever they bring in, regardless of the whether they have winning in their resume or not. I just think that winning a winning culture trumps a winning mindset because the culture can eventually overcome the mindset,
1: and I believe that Jordan Poole came from a winning culture and you add him in there with some young guys. It'll allow them to, to it'll bring some life into the organization because that's what that's what bad kids do to you. they get, <laughs> they keep you up at night. they keep you on your toes, but they infuse energy when things are going right when you turn when you turn a bad thing into a good thing, there's a certain amount of reward for that. And that's what I think the Lakers will do. So I'm going to go ahead and shut it down with that. E, I appreciate you, brother. Always. Uh, we'll be wait. for another show. That's it for this episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk. For Everett Terry Jr. and Kwame Fisher-Jones. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, comment, share, whatever your podcast platform allows you to do. And as always, we appreciate your time of year. You be easy. Take care.